Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 61 of the Caesar Show. Back at it again. It's going to be a fun-filled episode. I got another uh, surprise guest. He hasn't been on in a long time. But before I introduce him, I just want to rehash you guys on episode 60 in case you missed that. Uh, it was me and Drew. We chopped it up. We talked about, you know, his D-Rose and deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, LeBron basically saying that AD is going to be the focal point of the Lakers offense. The Kobe Shaq little beef that they had going on on social media and whatnot saying that, you know, uh, Shaq should have had multiple rings if he had to work ethic like Kobe. Um, we talked about USA, Team USA coming up short, which kind of sucked. Didn't expect them to finish damn near with like seventh place in the World Cup. Uh, so hopefully next year you guys get it together. And then we uh, talked about, you know, KD's headspace, uh, his interview you have a Wall Street Journal. It was pretty good. But without further ado, you know, it's going to be a quick episode. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for my boy, Manny Fresh. Thanks, man. It's good to be back, man. It's been a little bit. Oh, ah, <laughs> I miss you, my guy. Bit. I miss you, my guy. How you it's been, man? Just grinding, man. Just, Thanks. you know what I'm saying? Nine to five and then still coaching and training. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. Man. And and how's how's that going? I, I've seen some videos of you, you know, really helping uh, young players develop. Talk, talk to me a little bit about that. Um, Yeah, so with me in, in the basketball world, I'm just really focusing more on the player development side. But, um... I'm trying to be organic about it. I haven't really been posting too much on social media. I might soon, I might not, but I want to really, I want to really spread through just word of mouth and just when people are saying like, yo, I'm getting good work from this guy, like that validate that I know what I'm doing. Yeah. If they're just spreading the good word. So just trying to give back what I didn't have basically. Okay. That's always good to give back what you didn't have as well too. So uh, keep it up and uh, yeah, I'm gonna be there if you ever need any support, advice in any form, shape or way. Um, I definitely got you. So. Uh, you ready to get into these topics? Let's get it, man. All right, let's make it real, real quick, quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first thing I want to talk about are these ESPN rankings. So they had a ESPN earlier this week came out with the uh, NBA's top 100 players of 2019. I only have the top 50 printed out. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. So the first thing I want to address is how do you feel about overall? How do you feel about the list? Do you think, uh, with the exception of a few, do you think it's it's pretty solid, or just give me your insights with that one? And like, then we'll go into like the outlandish stuff as well too, because so some of that don't make sense. I've heard people chirping and buzzing about it, but I didn't really get too into it because I know rankings they're they're always biased. Yeah. To any degree, they're always biased. But when I look through one through twelve, you can make a debate. For certain players, but then 13 on, like, there's certain gaps and there's certain dudes over other people that it, it gets outlandish. Mm -hmm. um, so, so where do you think these these analysts or whoever is making these polls, like, what do you what do you think they're taking into consideration? And what do you think that should be into consideration? I don't I don't know what they're looking at. That's the biggest thing. Like, I don't know the checkpoints or the check marks they're trying to make to, like, rank these players. Like, if we're going to do it off potential, what they're going to do next year, let's say that. If we're saying just off pure performance of 2019, 2018, 2019, let's say that. Because if it's off pure performance, James Harden is better than LeBron mm -hmm. between 2018 and 2019. Yeah. Overall, I know LeBron James is a better player than James Harden, yeah. but we're talking about body of work within that one year. Harden did more than you. Yeah. What have you done for me lately, right? That's the point. Yeah. So a lot of people were debating, you know what I'm saying, the Giannis, Kawhi, LeBron, James thing. Um I personally, you already know me, <laughs> just based off of the season that Kawhi Leonard had, I feel like he should rightfully, for right now, be considered number one. Um, I was kind of torn between two and three 
with Giannis and LeBron. I know you just said James Harden, based off this season, should be ranked there too. Yeah. Um. So do you who you think should be number one? Um. I mean, I understand why they put Kawhi too, because we're talking about full body of work. Yeah. Out of all those stars in the top five, I think he sat this the first or second most next to AD. Yeah. Still want a chip. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think they're looking out overall entire body of work and I think that played a role in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's straight. Uh I feel like at number seven they got Jokic up there. I'm not How do you mad feel about that. I'm, I'm not mad, but it's like, like I said, one through twelve you can make an argument because with Nikola Jokic you can say, okay, you took your team and you're a top three team in the West. Yeah, he's number I think they're number two seed, right? I think yeah, I believe they're yeah. a two seed. You're a two seed in the West. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. And you're the best player on that team. And you're dropping efficient numbers. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not mad that they put him seven. Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's fair. And then it's weird. We talked about this. Um, we have some players that are hurt that are on this list. But for some reason, KD's not on here. Yeah. So, yeah, are they, like, are they taking into consideration, like, is injuries a thing? Because that would make sense why he's not on the list. I can but. just I can see a, a, all of them in the room, and they're just arguing back and forth the way he should be, bro. And then they're just they just agree to disagree and just like let's not put him on the list. Because I can have like if it was a room of seven dudes, I can see two three people saying he should be number one. You can argue him be number one or damn near all, obviously top three. You could you could, <laughs> you and then you, you could have other people that feel some type of way about him because people don't say it, but they. They make their opinions about KD based on the move he made from OKC. They still think about that when they when they rank him. Yeah. Because if you put all that aside, he's top three, top two. Yeah. <laughs> and he was coming for that best player, man. He so was. He was. Snapped that Achilles. So. Yeah, man. But that's it, it's weird. I'm I was surprised I didn't see him on this list. Mm-hmm. I don't know for what reason. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I feel like when ESPN Bleach Report, they should just for the public, you know what I'm saying, for transparency, be like, okay. Before we drop this list, or not even before, while we drop this list, we pick these players based on these criteria. And like they tell us, like they come out and say, yo, this is why, this is the, the parameters and this is what we're going to do. Yeah, just having that transparency and then you'll be surprised. Other people might be able to tune in and be like, hey, maybe you should add this, add that. And then now you're going to have a more complete, more thorough, you know what I'm saying, list. Because like I said, after 1 through 12, I think they really BS the rest of this list. Yeah. yeah, this list. I'm not going to hold you. Because I, yeah, I would rank it from, like you said, what you did last season. And your projection of what we expect for you to, you know, be at. Exactly. That's what. That's do, how. I yeah, 2018-2019 projection of what impact you can make going into 2019-2020. Yeah, exactly. And I would take off injuries too. For oh for, yeah, straight up. Cause yeah. like I said, Clay's on here. Yeah, and that's what I want to talk to you about next. So which is it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. What Damn near is at the end of this joint. Oh um, 49. 49. Next, he's he's, he's before Lori in. But he's after Bojan Bogdanovic. I'm, I'm gonna name these players. Tell me if, if Clay is better than them, okay? <laughs> okay. Who? Kevin Love or Clay Thompson? Clay Thompson. Miles Turner. Clay Thompson. Thompson. Aaron Gordon. Clay Thompson. De- DeMar DeRozan. If you put Clay Thompson in the Spurs jersey, they're gonna they're gonna win more games. I'm picking oh, Clay Thompson. Definitely. John Collins. He's gonna be good. He's young though. I'm still picking Clay Thompson. Bogdanovich. Hell no. <laughs> Clay Thompson. Like, like what? Like at no, 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 and then you didn't even you didn't even mention his name. The kid that didn't even play a game yet, Zion Williamson, at forty two. You haven't played a game. Like, how do they know what to expect? What if he's like like knock on? What if he's like Julius Randle and he plays for thirty seconds and blows his like? You know what I'm saying? Like, which happens? How do you? I don't want to wish how, it on him. But how do you debate how good he is when he's 
He played in the summer league. He got hurt. We haven't seen this guy play against grown-ass men. We haven't. And like you said, you, you do want to focus on what impact they could possibly make going into 2019, 2020. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't make an evaluation for a player that hasn't played a game. And he's the only rookie on this list. <laughs> and truth be told, this is a hot take for a lot of people, but there's a lot of people on that Pelicans mob. I think John Morant's going to get rookie of the year because he's in a position where he has to go. Zion, he could be the third best player on the team, and they could still sneak an eight seed. Yeah. It's looking like he's going to be, like, the fourth option for real, for real. Because they got Drew, Brand- who Drew Brandon Ingram, um, Lonzo, possibly. Does Lonzo then- start? Off topic, does Lonzo start? Because uh, they got J.J. Redick, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do. I would try to get more shooting, but I feel like they're going to have Lonzo and Drew Holiday at the backcourt. Yeah, I feel like if you want to go big... Because Drew can play that combo regardless. Yeah. But it's just, it just sucks because if Drew wants to play that one spot, you can't play Lonzo off the ball. It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. They're going to they're gonna struggle a little bit, but I think they'll get it together. I, don't, I, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they made the eighth seed, but I, it's just too much talent out the West. You got not still good. got San Antonio, who has not missed the playoffs yet. Obviously, you got Battle of L.A. with the Lakers, Clippers. We just mentioned Nikola Jokic. We got the Rockets, you know what I'm saying, from there, too. We got the Warriors. We got Memphis. I mean, not Memphis. We got uh, Utah. And then that eight spot is like... Nah, the eight spot. Go four, go. four people can steal that eight spot, to be honest. Yeah, because Sacramento's on the rise, too. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what Minnesota's looking like as well, too. There's just a lot of things. I know you Blazers, talk we about forgot about later, Portland. But, yeah, Portland already <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's that one through seven. But that eight spot, like I said, like four teams could take that eight spot. Yeah. It's between, like, I never count the Spurs out. Yeah, never. Never. I used to doubt them when I was young, but I was like, yo, these dudes do too much winning. Like, they're going to find a way. I yeah. never doubt them. So they could sneak into the A spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's the, pretty The Pelicans, much. Sacramento. And then we forget about Dallas. Like, Porzingis is coming back. Yeah, and that's what I was going to tell you about, too. We can actually go into that and get off of this uh, ESPN rankings. Um, Porzingis is coming back. They said he's fully healthy. He gained about 16 uh, pounds of muscle, and they say he's looking really, really good. So with him and Luka being the focal point um, of this franchise, you know, for the future, how do you how do you think how you think that's going to pan out? And do you see him potentially winning Most Improved Player? Um, who Porzingis? Yeah, it's hard to say because he had a gap year and he already showed us a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So I I can't picture him getting Most Improved Player, but he's going to be a high impact guy if he's healthy. Mm-hmm. That's that's the bottom line. Yeah, healthy doesn't mean just playing too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He needs to be in full form. If he's healthy. Like 100%. He's going to make an impact for Dallas. And like yeah. I said, they probably sneak into that eight spot because that's too much shooting. Yeah. It's going to be real interesting. I, I haven't Luka seen Luka and Porzingis in the pick and pop? Jesus. Yeah, they're that's, OD. They're OD. <laughs> that's out of control. Is that like a modern day, wavy, more jiggy Steve Nash and Dirk? Way jiggy. <laughs> Way jiggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly what it I is. Because I, I rock with Luka a lot. He's, he's dope. He's dope. I can't dope. call him Steve Nash, though, but I can see just the foreign combo. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, way jiggier though, for sure. Ooh, yeah, we'll see. Um, it's kind of crazy, uh, like I said before, I'm going to my next topic, how, you know, everyone was speculating that, you know, KD's walking, he's not in his boot anymore, they just had NBA media day, everything looks fine and whatnot, he's grinding day by day, we're not going to rule him out, and they basically they came out with a lot of things earlier this week saying, yeah, we think KD's going to be back before the season ends. Do you think it's wise for him to do that? Because it's not wise for him, but mm-hmm. KD being the pure hooper he is, he doesn't want to sit too long. So if he if he can come back, he'll try to. But at the same time, he's gonna 
he's gonna feel out the temperature of the team. Yeah. If they're struggling, not having a good year, he's not gonna waste time. There ain't no point. Yeah. There's not. There ain't no point. He's not gonna waste time doing that. And he's gonna see. Is me. He's gonna really evaluate this year. He's gonna really play GM in a certain case too. Like he's gonna really evaluate the team. He's gonna be like, was it worth me coming here? Like he's gonna really evaluate Kyrie. He knows Kyrie's good. But it's like, are you healthy? And you're gonna be able to carry this team to win enough games. So when I come back, I can put the stamp on it. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. I mean, they got they got some pieces. I love their backcourt with Dinwiddie, Levert, obviously Kyrie. They got some size. Um, they got some shooting. They look solid. I like their coach. I like their foundation. Like you said, the missing piece is just Katie. And if Katie gets to the form where he's gonna be at, even if they have a year when they're like 42 and 40, when he comes back, they... Mind you, I feel like I'm one of the only dudes who's not just completely impressed with Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's the fact that they're in the East, they can do enough. That's true. Like, if they if you put this team on the West, they're probably a fifth seed, a fifth, sixth seed, and they might not get it done. Just off the oh, fact that... With a healthy KD? Just off the fact, yeah. Because I know... Okay, okay, okay. Because I know off the rip... Mm-hmm. Kyrie's not playing more than 60 games during the regular season. Nah. He's gotten healthier, but nah. No, it's not happening. I think he already hurt his face or something, right? His face? I heard face. I heard rumors <laughs> about his foot. Like, yeah, he's... I love Kyrie to death, but he's injury prone. It's just the reality situation. He is injury prone, so I don't have him playing 50 games. Now you have KD by himself next to Jared Allen, DeAndre Jordan. You feel me? Like, that's not the sexiest mob at the same time. It's just enough for the East, just off the fact that the Kawhi left, too. Yeah. We'll see, because the Bucks are getting better. Um, obviously, they lost Malcolm Brogdon. I feel like everyone's lost faith in Boston. I have, too. <laughs> <laughs> Especially how them three knuckleheads played in Team USA in the World Cup. I was like, yo, Kemba, what are you doing? You should be frying these dudes. I feel like that was everyone's evaluation period for Boston. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Because like, that was their core, bro. They have four of their core pieces there, bro. And they didn't perform. At all seven, please. And Kemba... Kemba, he had his moments, but then he, he didn't really fulfill expectations. Yeah. He was supposed to be head and shoulders the best dude on that mob, and it looked like Donovan. Donovan Mitchell was definitely the best player to me. Spider was getting buckets. He was. Um, so. And I'm mad Jason Tatum got hurt, too. If he didn't get hurt, maybe they would have done a little bit better. But I don't I don't know. Like you said, that, that's a small sample size that I have for now. I just got to see how things work out. Obviously, you know, homie's gone now. Kyrie's gone now. But we got to see because it's still a contract year for Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Gordon Hayward's coming back. How's he going to be utilized? It where, feels like... Where would be Jalen Brown's next move? Like, where could they use him? I don't know. I feel like Boston just, just wrung out all the talent out of him <laughs> and just, just about to toss him away, bro. I really... But do you remember what he did his first playoff appearance? He was dropping numbers. Yeah. Let me... Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> he was dropping some numbers in the postseason. Like, he showed he could... You mean the, the, the last year LeBron was on Cleveland? Yes, last, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. When Brown was on Cleveland, so that was 2018? 2018, yeah. Oh, 2018? Bro, he was, I think he was having 21 or something. Like, come on, dog. <laughs> come on, dog. I don't know what happened to Wi-Fi. Technical difficulties. Te- it's all yeah. good. It's I'll, all good. It's all good. I'm not, I'm not the big analyst guy. I really just watch the game for what it is. Yeah. But he was definitely dropping numbers. He was showing he was, he was resembling some form of a jumper. He was looking good. Mm-hmm. And then Brad Stevens was just like, hey, Kyrie's back. Everyone just sit down. Yeah. And Scary Tay was not rocking with that. He made it known. I don't fuck with y'all. He's, he's, he's great with the X's and O's. I'll give that to Brad Stevens. But he didn't manage his team well this yeah. year. Oh, he had too much talent. He did. But at the same time, too, in order for them to win, 
with the playing style he had, he knew he had to play college style offense, but at the same time, you're in the league, so that's hard to do. Yeah. Like, everyone needs to touch the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, Kyrie shouldn't, it shouldn't be the third quarter and Kyrie's beating up the ball, and then the last eight seconds, now he's giving it to Jason Tatum for an ISO. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's too hard. You know what I'm saying? You never created any mismatches. You never created any switches. No one was moving. Yeah. Like, yeah, he didn't manage the team well. He just, he really gave the keys to Kyrie and just let him do whatever you want. And it, it affected the kids. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, Kemba, um, hopefully, you know, I think, I already know what he's going to play. I feel like he's going to be a little bit more uh, efficient since he has more talent around him and he has a better coach because he had to get the fuck up out of Charlotte. No, but, he did. Everyone's saying Isaiah Thomas 2.0, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Where do you think they end at in the East? When it's all said no one playoffs. Like I said, this, this USA thing didn't impress me at all. Mm. Yeah, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth, honestly. Fourth. They could still be top three, top two. Like, you got to understand. Like, I got, the East, I got, the East got weaker. They did, but those powerhouse teams still there. Philly's still there. Milwaukee's still there. I think Indiana's going to shock a lot of people, yeah, too. Yeah, Oladipo looked healthier. Yeah. I've seen clips in my Instagram. He's then looking healthy, there, healthy. Then from there, you got Boston. Yeah, you got Boston. So, like I said, I'll put Boston at four. All right, that's that's the stand. Cool. Yeah. Um, so obviously, Team USA <laughs> didn't do well this year. Um, and then you know, there's been some news coming in. Steph Curry said he plans on playing in the Olympics next year. AD at Media Day said he's play, he plans on playing as well too. Harden said he would love to play as well too. Um, so with all these stars potentially coming back for the Olympics, um, I believe it's in Tokyo, Japan, uh, next year, 2020. Is it realistic to? Is it realistic to basically already stamp that we're going to win everything? Yes. Yeah. We're supposed to. Yeah. The funny thing is, even with this, the, this, and this is no offense to any of those players that played in that game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They all are very, very talented, and mm-hmm. they're there for a reason. But this yeah. is the weakest USA mob I think we've we put out yeah. as a product. Yeah, that was, that was trash. It's, it's, the weakest, it's the weakest one. Yeah. And we're still expected to beat everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's just that's just what it is. So there's no excuse. So I'm saying if you bring all those superstars back and they all want to play with each other, because that's what it sounds like. Yeah. They all sound like they want to do it at least one more time for the one time. They're expected to win the whole thing. That's true. Yeah, we'll see what's good with that. Um, do you think it's fair? Like with the well, then it, nah. I was gonna say, do you think it's fair that you know these superstars basically say, oh, we're not gonna play this year for the World Cup. We're gonna play for Olympics, so they already have a guaranteed spot. Yeah, it is fair because they are superstars. They're the face of the league. So yeah, they can make plays we make moves like yeah, that. Yeah, we were in seventh place this year. So <laughs> yeah, y'all, they're gonna get the boot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just we just need more size. I think they might still keep Donovan. I would I was just about to say that too. We should definitely keep Donovan. Six man tight. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah, and that's really about it. <laughs> yeah, because Dame coming back too Dame, Harden, Steph, yeah, we good with the guards. Yeah. We're bigs. I don't. I won't really rock with Miles Turner like that. And then we had Plumley. That was yeah. I was that was not it. Plumley was not it. Yeah, bro. It well, just it showed though. Those European bigs are just better than ours. They're just more, more skilled. skilled. Way yeah. more skilled, bro. Yeah, and everyone's getting better. The NBA is a global sport now, so players, international players, are getting better. I mean, part of that is. It goes back to just the fundamentals of the game. Like, mm-hmm. the way we're brought up, we're, we're taught, like, even the way we train nowadays is as individuals, yeah. one-on-one, you know what I'm saying, ball handling, skills training as an individual player. Yeah. The way they're brought up is all team concepts. Yeah. Setting brush screens, moving without the ball, mm-hmm. hitting somebody. They'll do all the work before they even touch a basketball. They work on those little fundamentals before they even – I think that's some of the reasons why teams like Spain 
give us a hard time. Yeah, that and just chemistry. We literally just throw people together. They've been playing internationally. They've been playing with each other for, for years. years. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you on that one. Um, next thing I want to talk about is Markel Fultz. Uh, they said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on you to say something, too. <laughs> Come on, man. They said that he's finally healthy. I actually saw an interview today. He said he's, you know, he's he's feeling good. Um, his jump shot's looking okay. Oh, man. They um, ruined his shot, it, man. It don't look the same. Yeah, it still look a little... Y- y'all can watch some Orlando Magic workouts. Y'all can say whatever. You can be like, okay, it looks good. I, it doesn't look good to me. It's still looking like he's trying to find his shot. And if you... If you watch clips of him just shooting throughout the NBA and then you go back to his Washington highlights, it just looked more instinctive. It looked more fluid. It looked more effortless. Yeah. It looks... I don't I don't know what Philly did. They really... Shot J. Cole. They really messed up his shot, bro. Yeah. So basically, the GM came out and he said um, his, shot is, his shot is still a work in progress. Some of his jumpers Wednesday were perfect. Some rimmed out and a few took an ugly trajectory to the front of the rim. <laughs> His release doesn't appear to be the same as it was during his college season, as you just mentioned. Um, part of the retraining he's done to deal with his shoulder issues. Uh, we're going to remain patient. And he said we're not going to put expectations or timeliness on his development. He hasn't played basketball in a year. He's played 33 games total in his career. So it's going to be so it's going to unfold the way it unfolds. Um, his game is coming back. His confidence is still there. Um, and then Folt said, I was the number one pick for a reason. I knew that I had to work hard and what I can do on the basketball court. That's all that matters. Uh, so I don't have no expectations. He just got to show it. Yeah, I have no expectations for him at this point. I mean, he's in a position where he kind of has nothing to lose. And you're in Orlando. You're not going to win games. Pick, though. It happens. Damn. It happens. I mean, Bennett was worse. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? I forgot about him. There's a lot of number ones that just don't pan out. Greg Oden so. would have been nice, too, if he didn't get injured. He, he, yo, just think about that. I miss watching him at Ohio just, State. Remember just, when he broke his hand and he was shooting free throws and playing with his left hand? That was cold. Damn. And you got you to think about that, too. It's just like, yo, you got nothing out of your number one pick. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you picked him and you missed out on KD. Yeah. And they were just kind of... That's sick. Portland was just kind of... They had bad luck for a while. They always Everybody do bad in the draft. Hurt. They always do bad in the draft. Brandon the best Roy, they've ever Greg done Oden. in the draft was Damian Lillard. Yeah. That is the best they've ever done. Stamp and CJ McCollum. Yeah. That I mean, they, they backed it up with that. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, in terms of just your top pick, yeah. keeping him having longevity and he longevity, meaning something okay. to your yeah, yeah, yeah. to your franchise, yeah. Damian Lillard is the best thing. Because if, if Brandon Roy never got hurt, bruh... <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. He used to be one of my favorite players, dog. I think Kobe was like, yo, he's one of the hardest dudes to guard in the league. Yeah. Like, he can do everything. He's, yeah. He said he had the whole package. <laughs> Damn, man. Them knees, man. <laughs> Them knees, Gotta stay bro. healthy, man. Maybe if he came out now, maybe he would Yeah, we just know so much more about, yeah. you know what I'm saying? About the human body. Yeah. What needs to be stronger, what needs to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've heard studies stretching too much is actually bad for your ligaments. Yeah. So, so you want a perfect, like... Yeah, like you said, just the information, the technology. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you grew up in this era, he he might still be playing. Yeah. R.I.P. my guy. <laughs> He's still, <laughs> still alive. <laughs> I'm joking. Nah, R.I.P. this basketball career, man. It was yeah. it was a short one, but it was a, it was a good one. Yeah, yeah. He gave us he gave us uh, some excited moments, man. I still remember uh, when he went stupid against Dallas. That junk was crazy in yeah, the playoffs. Well, 
think they lost 4-1, but that was still a good game. Uh, <laughs> speaking on injuries, Kyle Kuzma is out indefinitely with a stress reaction in his foot, um, an injury in which he suffered while he was with Team USA. So common causes of stress fractures include overuse or ramping of your mileage uh, too quickly into your foot. So it's kind of a good sign that he was in the gym, it seems like, every every day, every minute, every hour. Um, but he's going to miss at least the first three weeks of training camp, and he's going to be reevaluated after preseason game in China. Um, obviously, you know, he was the only one uh, who LeBron said that could stay uh, with the Lakers. <laughs> you say it like that. And, uh, <laughs> you go, you go, you, you go. go. Yo, yo, nah, nah. You, you you come here. here. You should say it. <laughs> so obviously that was a thing. Um, and last year, I think he averaged 18 and like six rebounds, which is pretty damn good. Um, Missed a $20 bill, man. Yeah, yeah. And we're expecting him to be the number three option with the Lakers. Um, do you think – how do you think this affects them moving forward? Do you think this is something that's going to be lingering? Or do you think they're going to actually wait for him to be fully healthy to come back? Um, if they manage this right, he will be okay and he might come back stronger. If not, this might be lingering and this could be a chain reaction of – Yeah. knock on wood, I'd never wish injury on anybody, but this yeah. could be a chain reaction of – you know what I'm saying? Very bad things to come. He needs to make sure he's resting and just taking care of his body. Yeah. I think there was an article I read mm-hmm. about, like, the frequency in which even kids, like, the rate at which they play basketball now is just, like, they're setting their body up to be trashed or dumb by the time they hit 30. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just too much. Like, even with MJ, bro, like, man, he cocky. Like, he can get away with it. Mm-hmm. But after the season, like... He would chill for two, three weeks. He might gamble, drink with his buddies, and play golf, but he wouldn't touch a basketball. He would stay out the gym. Mm. Your body needs that recovery and rest period. And I think, in an odd way, this is good for Kyle, but they need to make sure they manage this right and that they don't try to bring him back too soon. Yeah. Now, how do you feel How do you feel that that's going to work with like the chemistry? Because obviously training camp's happening now, and it's going to be the preseason, so he may miss everything, and then you're going to throw him back into the fire. You think it's going to be a rough patch for the Lakers too? It might be because you got to understand, too, like, even the situation Kyle was in, like, he was used to playing with his young buddies. Even when Braun was on the floor, he did produce some of those games. But him, like, him and Braun didn't play a lot of games with each other last year. Either he was hurt or Braun was hurt. Yeah. But he was used to playing with his young guys, and he was able to find a rhythm. So now you're throwing them in the fold. We have new superstars, and the expectations are way higher. Mm-hmm. Way, way higher. So it could mess up his rhythm. I hope it doesn't. But... He's he's a good player. He makes quick decisions. I don't I don't think he will have a problem, but it's a possibility that it could happen. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, last thing I want to talk about in regards to this, I asked Drew this last time, and he asked me too. Barring any injury, who's your starting five for the Lakers? <laughs> Tell the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about him because I think Houston's gonna do better. Uh, yeah, but that's that's another story for another day. Oh, but um, shoot, we can put Braun at the one. You gonna put Bron at the one? I said that too. <laughs> you, put Bron, you put Bron at the two? No, I said that too. Like, oh yeah, yeah he's gonna yeah, be the one. Nah, All right, Bron okay. at the one. Bron at the one. Mm-hmm. We got Danny. At the yeah, two. Danny at the two. Okay. Or you can Avery Bradley. I like Avery Bradley and bringing Danny off the bench. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see when. Mm. It's, it depends. It's levels to it, so it depends. Yeah. But yeah, we'll go. We'll go Bron at the one. Danny at the two. We'll go Kyle at the three. Mm. Put Anthony Davis at the four. He needs to stop playing around and be like, I want to be a small four. He needs to stop with that nonsense. He mm-hmm. just needs to play power forward and dominate at his position. Okay. And then your five? <sighs> I guess throw Dwight. I said Dwight too, but uh, Drew was arguing with me last episode. He's like, nah, JaVale McGee. You got it. 
It just depends if his his shoulders are on straight. I don't know what Dwight's been on, but he needs to get his head in the game. If they, but like, if he's if he's locked in, he's the one of the best bigs in the league. There's no yeah. question about it. With the reduced role too, he don't. The spotlight's not on him anymore. I expect him to have a great year, honestly, because he had that uh, problem last year that we're not going to really talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before that, in Charlie was averaging, I think, like, what? Was it like 16 and 13 or something like that? Not trying. He's snoozing. Yeah. He's, he's really on cruise control, dropping, what, like, yeah, 16 and 12? Yeah. Like, Pretty damn good year. So I expect, him, I expect him to be damn good, and I expect him to be a great defensive team, hopefully. That's the only way. That's why I keep telling dudes though, like with the Lakers, like the type of mob they have, like they're not gonna be able to play fast. Mm-hmm. Oh no! So the counterproductive thing to do after that is you have to be the best defensive team, mm-hmm. and you got you got to be able to slow grind dudes. Like if they're not top three defensive team, they I don't I don't got them even getting the three seed. They might get four because, like I said, I don't see a lot a lot of these players playing throughout the whole year. I'm just more so worried about their. Perimeter defense. I already know they're going to have the interior on a lot. But what is a perimeter defense? LeBron don't be playing defense like that. You do have Danny Green, but he's not going to guard point guards like that. That's why I can see Avery Bradley. And LeBron really has to lead the charge on that. He needs to take less of – I'm not even going to say less of offensively. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he said to, that. It, it's not even about that. You just need to trust your teammates more mm-hmm. instead of just pounding the ball and then waiting for you to get that all-time assist or that, you know what I'm saying, that glorious bucket. Like, yeah. you got to move the ball. Yeah. He likes – what was his usage rate? Was he still top 10 last year when he did buzz playing? Yeah. He needs to, you know what I'm saying, especially with Anthony Davis on your team, need to move the ball a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But um, I forget where I was going with that. But, yeah, they need to be a better defensive team, and Bron needs to lead the charge yeah. defensively. That's the only way it works. If he's, if he wants yeah, to be lazy on defense, the rest of the team's going to be lazy on defense, and they're not going to get it done, bro. You got to lead by example because last year, like you said, too, he ain't do shit, so Some no one else gets effort. I was like, yo, y'all talk about Harden. This is ridiculous. Remember when Kuzma pushed him? Yeah, that was, that was like, come on, bro. You got a young dude pushing you to close out. That's yeah. that, that's not a good look. Yeah, bro. It's not. Yeah, yeah. If he if he don't if he don't give it if he don't give at least eighty percent, they're gonna be probably like five through eight seed. So like I said, like they got to be a top three defensive team to to have a chance to get. To, I'm not even gonna say to get to the ch- uh, to the finals. To have yeah. a chance to get to the finals, you got to be a top three defensive team. And Brian, you have to be leading the way on that. It can't be Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Brian, you have to lead the way. All right. Who who's the better LA team? You think Clippers or Lakers? Clippers hands down. Uh, Clippers hands down. Yeah, they go. They go. They, they just have everything you need. The only thing missing size. is like a, the only thing you, they are missing is you know what I'm saying that size. They want like they need a true true big. Yeah, I don't think That's they have. I wanted that. them to get Dwight, but I know they're like yeah, nah, they missed out on that. Yeah, yeah, and they don't need that. They don't need that in the locker room. Yeah. So it's not like they're chasing after that. Yeah. That's a real nigga team though. <laughs> That's the realest nigga team in the league, bro. <laughs> Come on, dog. You got Pat Beverly, bro. You don't give a don't give a damn about nothing, dog. Uh, yeah, bro. Seeing him play defense with Kawhi and PG and Madres Harrell, <laughs> and then lose just cold. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> they gonna be frying people, yo. It's they're a scary team, man. They're a scary team. I just want to see what Paul George gonna do in the playoffs. I mean, obviously he plays well in the playoffs, but like he's in the perfect role. Yeah. This is me and um my boy Malik. You know yeah. Malik. Yeah, yeah, we talk about it all the time, bro. Yeah. He, this is this is modern day Mike and Scotty. It's crazy. I said that too, but before that, I said the modern the, what it could be if he would stayed in Toronto would have been him and Pascal. I think he's gonna be. Nah, it's it's way different. It's way more dynamic. Time. It's yeah. way scary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. yeah, we'll see how that goes. Cause yeah, cause if him and Pascal did what they did, I can only imagine what Paul George and Kawhi gonna do. 
<laughs> and they got the perfect coach right there. No more yeah. drama with Blake. And yeah, you got DeAndre. a championship coach, yeah. and then everything's just fluid. Like they look like they don't have any holes mm-hmm. within what they're doing right now. It's just scary. Like I'm a Houston fan, but they're my favorites right now. I said that. I said if I'm y'all, the Rockets, I rather. In the second round, play the Lakers as opposed to the hands Clippers. down. I think we beat the Lakers. I think yeah, the only think team we have to be afraid of is the Clippers and yeah. still Golden State because that's I'll, their kryptonite. Yeah, I'll, I'll be still, about nah, them. nah. They're they're the sleeper. They're the yeah. sleeper. Like I'm saying this now. I think Curry gonna get the MVP. He could. What would have to? What, what seed do you think they'd have to get to for him to be MVP? Four and up, and Curry just turns up because they have to. What if Ben Simmons gets some sort sort of a jump shot and averages like twenty four ten? And that's that's eight very and that's really hot host for me. I don't <laughs> care what I see on Twitter. I need I need to see that in a game. I said that too. It's, it's one thing to practice it, and is another thing to be in an actual game environment. And with him, I, I don't I don't know yet, but he looks promising. Yeah, under the lights is way different than just you know what I'm saying pickup ball. So we'll, yeah. we'll see when he gets on the actual court if he can shoot the ball. Yeah. Like I've yet to see that. So. Who's your top five in MVP? Um, obviously, you just said Steph Curry's one. Yeah, um, I think, hey, Steph Curry gonna win that MVP. I feel right, it because they need it. Steph Curry's in there. Uh, you got to put Anthony Davis there now. I think so. If um, LeBron's saying what he's LeBron's saying, LeBron's gonna take away from that. LeBron's gonna say it, but I don't. So do you think they cancel each other out, sort of? Okay, so that so basically you're gonna say that with the a Rockets. lot of duos are gonna cancel each other out, but I feel like Harden has still have a higher chance of getting MVP before so Anthony what? Davis. Right. So I go Curry, Harden, Jokic. If they if they have a top three seed and he's cooking again mm-hmm. and he's dropping even crazier numbers, yeah. So I throw Jokic. Who else? Um, Kawhi or you think Paul George? Can't Kawhi's not playing the whole year, so it doesn't matter. Paul George's not playing the whole year either. Load management, um, yeah. But it's the West, like in the East, you can you can afford to do that. But the Clippers have proven without a superstar, they can still Yo, that, get they W's. Were, who was their superstar last year? That's Shaq, exactly Gilchrist, no. Alexandria, and then Lou Williams and yeah. Pat Bev. Yeah. And Montrez, that was it. Like yeah. it was just some grimy dudes, bro. And they were giving the Warriors smoke. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. All right. So you said Steph Curry, Steph Curry, James Harden, Nikola Jokic. But so Russ don't cancel that out because you're saying superstars. I think or duos. I'm praying. And I'm 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 really just hoping like Russ. Like I, I'm hoping that Dame shit humbled him. Mm-hmm. He takes a half step back. <laughs> That was a great series. He takes a half step back, and then he just tries to play with a little bit more pace and just be more of a pure point guard. He'll be perfect in this D'Antoni system because he can still play fast. Bruh, but you fast need to make, breaks will be OD. But you need to just make the simple, smart decision. Mm-hmm. The simple, smart, quick decision every time mm-hmm. instead of crashing in the seven-footers all the time. Yeah. And D'Antoni system, he's going to be able to do that with their Spain pick and rolls. He can hit pop, man. He can. So you think he should the be the primary option and James Harden should play more of ball? They can they can switch it up, but yeah. Russ needs to be the primary ball handler starting the games. Yeah, and then they can just they can just play a wild fast type of offense. Outlet whoever's there, get it. We're going. Mm-hmm. Russ, if you catch on the wing, you're catching. You're going downhill. Mm-hmm. Russ, I uh, not not Russ Harden. Be ready to catch and shoot or catching. I want like Harden. I want to see you use your triple threat game more. Let's let's add to your game. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Instead of just beating up the ball all the time. Yeah, it should. That shit don't get you it, nowhere. Yeah, showing is not conducive in playoff in playoff mode. So hopefully they they can make those slight adjustments. I'm not telling Dan Tony changes offense, mm. but just make those slight adjustments so the game could be easier for them going forward. I just hope there's obviously they're boys. They knew each other since they were like ten years old and whatnot. I just hope they don't start to like clash with each other. 
Um, so we'll see how, how that definitely works out. But uh, I got the Rockets or either the Rockets or Utes, uh, Rockets or uh, Denver being the number one seed. Because like you said, the load management, Lakers coming together, Kuzma being out a little bit as well too and whatnot. Yeah. I think they're going to have the most chemistry moving forward. But the last thing I want to talk about today, last topic, is Lonzo Ball. So uh, if you guys um, have Facebook, and which you all should, it's 2019, um, there's a show, a reality TV show called, is it Ball and Keep, was it, what's the title of the show? Ball and the Family. Ball and the Family. Ball and the Family. It's pretty good, honestly, like, because I remember just growing up, there was a lot of shitty ass reality TV shows that really had no substance. Um, so you had like, Making the Band was okay. Uh, the real world, all that stuff. This one actually has substance because you got LeVar Ball, who's an entrepreneur who is highly, um, you know, related, not related, but highly, I'd say, loved by people because he is that father figure who is always uplifting his kids and wants the best for his kids as well, too. So you get to see him making his power moves, following in their kids as well, too, and, and whatnot. So it's pretty good to watch. But there was an episode where essentially after that whole scandal with Big Baller Brand went down, Lonzo's like, yo, I think Big Baller Brand is not the move. I don't I don't I don't really see this going long term. It's kind of a ruined image. We if anything, we may have to rebrand it and we'll see what's gonna happen with that. And basically Which is smart. Like, I agree with smart that. As well too. But Lonzo now is just like, I really don't want to be tied to this anymore. Wow. And why? You said why? No, I said wow. Oh yeah, he said he really don't want to be tied to this anymore. And his dad was like I mean, he said we could probably like consider changing the name. His dad was like, "For what? No, we're not doing that." And I was like, "I'm just being honest." And you know, I I interact with people every day. I'm on social media every day. Like, Big Ball Brand's not doing what it's, what it's supposed to be doing as well, too. And then it went back and forth. And uh, Lavar was basically saying, he said, and I quote, uh, "That's like me telling you to change your name, change Lonzo's name to Alfonso, on the fact that he's been damaged goods for the past two years." And everyone was just going crazy over that. Do you think, um, obviously, he had early injuries uh, with his torn meniscus last year and then his high ankle sprain. It's crazy that he even said on an interview two weeks ago, I think, he was saying how um, with the big baller brand shoes, he would have to change it every quarter. The quality was so bad. <laughs> that's how bad it was. So I, I'm pretty sure that's why he hurt his ankle because the quality was trash with that. But... Knowing that they had no knowing they had early injuries, do you think he's damaged goods or you think he still um has something uh to showcase? I mean, he's yeah, he still has something to showcase, but he was put in a position where um I think we talked about this earlier. He was a victim of the situation. Mm-hmm. He was gonna get shifted anyway, and if he didn't, he was gonna have high pressure and high expectations playing yeah. with Bron and A D. But um this is goes back to a point I said years ago. I think Lovar put them in a the position where he made them look really good, but he hurt them at the same time. Mm-hmm. I always thought D'Angelo Russell was better than Lonzo. Mm-hmm. But at the time, people weren't seeing that. Yeah. Now, now you know what I'm saying, 2020, we're looking at it now. We can, we can all make the easy analysis that, yeah, D'Angelo is better than Lonzo. But, I mean, what I'm seeing here is LeVar just being LeVar. This is not new to me. <laughs> And this is this is just a way to pump up his son. People are like, wow, how could you ever say that to him? Blah, blah, blah. He's yeah. probably been telling him he's trash for years. Like, that's... It's a method behind Yeah, you right? know what I'm saying? So it's nothing that bothers me. I'm like, when I'm reading that and I see that, that's just dad shit. Mm. So he's, you know what I'm saying? He's trying to tell him, like, yo, we don't need to change the entire method of everything we're doing. We just need to step up. Yeah. 
within the big ball of brand and you as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. And that's why he said that. It's like, I'm not telling you to change your name to Alfonso. Yeah. I'm telling you to be Lonzo and step the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that, too. And I'm, I'm happy, too, because for a long time, it's always daddy's boy, daddy's boy. Or I'm going to just listen to it. Like, you can see in the interviews, like, when he got drafted, I don't know, it's just what my dad say. Oh, it's whatever my dad say. Oh, yeah, it's what my dad say. Now it's like, no, like, I'm taking control of myself. Which is a very I, I good thing. An individual, which so is a very good I thing. respect with him, too. Yeah. Cool. But, uh, yeah, very quick episode. Um, I enjoyed it. We had our little rants, obviously. Um, I definitely want you on the show again. This was a oh, great yeah, episode, sure. episode 61. It's always love. You know um, any, 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 any closing remarks that you want to say or anything like that? Um, nah, great show. I'll do this again and again. Just, just invite me, brother, and I'll be back. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. I always love, always love. Ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 61 of the Caesar Show. Uh, what is your, your handle on social media? <laughs> Instagram. Instagram is. Instagram is, uh, still fresh. Um, replace the E with the X. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter's Black Zach Morse. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'll Check make sure out. to update that handle. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this was episode 61 of The Caesar Show. Make sure to subscribe to me on all forms of social media at The Caesar Show and Sir Caesars. I'm available everywhere. So do yourself a favor, spread the love. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We out. Sure.